Welcome to Celeste's Interest, where we will spike your interest. Hey guys, before you listen, make sure to share the show, leave a kind and positive rating. Thank you. Hello everybody, welcome back to Celeste's Interest. So today is episode 20th, the last episode of season 2. I am so excited just to wrap this season up, but yet start a new season. I am just so excited and I am couldn't be happier where my podcast is at right now. But I do want to give a special shout out to all my listeners for just helping me and like sharing the podcast and you will never know how much I appreciate it. So just a big warm thank you. Today I have a very, very important and special guest. And he is just such a great influencer and a great teacher for math and for everything. Well, I won't spoil all of it. So let's give a big welcome to Mr. Torres. Hi, Mr. Torres. How's your day going today? It's going great. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I do want to say thank you so much for that intro. Uh, I'm super excited and blessed to be here. Thank you. So can you give a little intro about yourself and like what you do in your day in your day-to-day? Yeah, awesome. So um, I have the privilege of teaching uh, mathematics to brilliant minds here in Santana. Before uh, coming to Santana, I was teaching up in East Oakland. Um, Also on the side, I do consult for math curriculums and platforms uh, across the nation. Right now, I'm working with uh, a program called ST Math. And besides that, uh, I really genuinely like the outdoors and um, just try to inspire our youth. Oh, that was amazing. I loved what you said. So let's jump into our first question. Well, you kind of already answered it and I asked you, what is your origin? Um, so I was um, I was actually born in Mexico. Um, we migrated from, uh, from my pueblo to the U.S. when I was five years old um, and the first place we uh, settled was in Santana. Uh, After Santana, we moved to Fullerton for a little bit and then uh, eventually made our way to Anaheim. Um, That's why when I started teaching, I started teaching in Watts and then I uh, moved up to Oakland. Um, I really, really appreciate Oakland and I love Oakland, has a special heart for me. But when I knew that I was going to move back down to SoCal, I went to Santana because that was the first place I, uh, my family and I landed when we came to the United States. Um, and I just wanted to give back to the community that uh, essentially introduced me to the United States. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So I know that you're a teacher, Mr. Torres. When did you want to become a teacher? Ooh, that is a great, great question. Um, it, there's there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of reason. There's a lot of variables that went into my decision to become a teacher. Um, to be very transparent, growing up, I never saw myself as a teacher. I actually didn't my, see myself as a good student. I hated school. Um, I didn't do well in school and I was completely disengaged from school. Like I I didn't try my hardest from school. I never had a teacher that believed in me. Um, The just teachers just kind of let me in a way uh, 
do bad in school, let me fail. And, and I never had a teacher that pushed me to be my very, very best, uh, pushed me to uh, excel, whether it's in math, reading, art, or anything. I never had that connection. Um, so I, at 18, um, college higher uh, academia wasn't an option. I didn't think I was going to go to college. Uh, I thought I was going to be a barber. I thought, oh, you know what? I cut hair. Um, but I also loved working with kids already at, at, at in my teenage years. Um, so I thought, you know what? I could probably become a probation officer. Okay. And that uh, a probation officer is like a, an officer that uh, a police officer that helps uh, people that have gotten in trouble and need, uh, instead of going to jail or when they get out of jail, they go into a time period called probation. Uh, and an officer checks in with them, see, make sure that they're doing okay and supports them in their transitioning from jail to like back to regular life, or just make sure that they're staying um, out of trouble. Yeah. Um, so in a way it's kind of like a mentor. You, you can look at it that way. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to become a probation officer for, for, uh, for the youth, for, for um, teenagers. Um, so I was like, I could go into the military, have like a good resume, like a, a job experience to become a probation officer. And at that time, uh, my mom, uh, actually at that time and right now, my mom works basically seven days a week. Um, so I didn't want to put any more burden. I didn't want to put more uh, uh, extra work for her because she she she's one of the hardest worker. So I knew that whatever I had to do, I had to do it on my own. Um, so I joined the military, got out of the military, um, and in order to become a to become a probation probation officer, you could uh, make extra money if you have an AA degree which is an associate's degree um, in community college. And so I was like, oh, I, I know I can make at least $10,000 more if I go to college for two years um, and, and then become a probation officer. So I was like, I think I can manage to get my AA degrees. Um, and my first year, uh, my very first day in community college, I met a professor that changed the trajectory of my life, like that changed my path of where I was going to go. She was the first person ever to believe in me. Uh, we made a, a quick connection. Her husband was a Marine, and uh, she also did a lot of uh, mentoring for, for our youth. Um, so we both had a lot of things in common. And one day, um, it was the very first day, uh, I just talked to her and uh as we were talking she asked me hey what do you want to be when you grow up or what do you why are you here and i told her my backstory i want to become a probation officer and she's like she looked at me and was like what do you really want to do i said i actually love working with kids i would love to become a teacher but i don't think i could do well in in, in school and she told me you're absolutely wrong i know you could do well um and so that kind of turned uh that gave me the the motivation to start doing well in school started getting all good grades got in honors eventually made it to ucla got my master's first of my family to go to uh, college first of my family to get a master's um 
And now I have the privilege of teaching amazing, brilliant minds. Wow, that's so amazing how you how that story came along. And that's so great, Mr. Torres. So I know that you are also a math teacher. That's your specialty. Mm-hmm. Why math? Oh, I love math. Um, they're saying that math is a universal language, which meaning which means like you could say like uh, anyone from different backgrounds from different languages, if you can put a problem from them, two plus four, they could basically all answer it. So that way, like it's in it's a universal language. Everyone could answer math to an extent. Also with math, what a lot of people don't realize, we use it in our everyday life. And you could actually solve any problem using math, whether it's uh, finances, obviously you're dealing with money, money, um, or even like um, uh, social problems. Uh, when you do research and you go ask surveys, you start collecting data which becomes statistics. It's a form of math. So with math, you can solve any problems out there in the world, whether it's just basic uh, numbers or um, uh, social problems. Math, you, you could do a lot of good things with math. Yeah, that's actually really true. Now that I look at it that way, that's so amazing and true. So, um, as a teacher, what do you do to empower your students? There's, there's a lot. Um, I see myself, although I teach math and science, I try to teach them um, important life skills, like how they, um, the, the obstacles that they're going to face uh, in their future, um, and also like the good human characteristics that um, we all need out in the world. I would rather a student leave my classroom and be kind and have empathy, have a, a good heart and good to uh, anyone out in the world than being like the best mathematician. We need more kindness. We need more love out in the world. I obviously want my students to do really, really well in math, but I, um, those characteristics of of being uh, of having that empathy are really, really important and also believing in yourself. Um, it is, it is, it can be challenging. And I think, um, and there is research that uh, pointed this out with the pandemic, uh, people's belief in how good they could do out in the world, their self-efficacy is called, uh, has decreased. Um, so I, I really try to emphasize like that students could um, have the potential uh, of doing a lot of great things. So that's other things I also like to try to develop within my students. Yeah, that's so great. So I know that I'm in your math class. I know that something like as a life skill that you always say is that we do get judged for the words that we use. So that's why you always tell us to use the proper words for and like a symbol for math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's... um. I, I'm, I'm pretty raw with my students. I tell them the truth um, because uh, I want them to also uh, have the knowledge and the tools uh, to be able to be successful and navigate the world. Um, and one thing that I tell my students is that unfortunately, 
uh, out in the world, uh, sometimes we get judged based on the words that we use, um, which could be unfair because like there, I have a bunch of students that know the math, could uh, do all the computations, this, the, the math, um, but when they go and uh, they speak in front of other teachers or, or not other teachers, like other uh, individuals, um, and they're not using, I guess you could say academic words, um, sometimes they're kind of, uh, in a way frowned upon, not looked as like, oh, they're, they can't do math or like they're for some reason, like they, they don't seem like they're capable of when they're more than capable of doing, um, we shouldn't just be judged based on the words that we use. Um, we should be judged on the characters and, and a bunch of other things, but because of that, because I know the world judges, uh, myself and my students on the language they use, I want to give them those skills to make sure that they can also show off because I have brilliant, brilliant, amazing students. Yeah, that's so true. And that's so great that you teach your students that because I know that will definitely help them in their life and their career and everything that they do. Last but not least, what is your why? To be frank, it's uh, I'm standing right in front of my why. It's, it's my students. It's you. Um, it's all of my students. Um, every single year I get inspired by my students. Uh, every single year there's students that just amaze me. From, I've been teaching, I've taught second grade, fifth grade, sixth graders, and every single year without a doubt, I have students that are uh, wise beyond their years and that have such a good heart. Um, I truly believe that students, um, everyone, all my students are heroes and all, all of them have the potential to change the world. I actually tell my students that um, I feel like sometimes I plant seeds because they're the ones that are, gonna, that are gonna make the true and deep meaningful impact in the world. I think I'm a little too old to uh, have like a, a real uh, meaningful impact in the world but I, I know for a fact my students are going to become the, uh, the next presidents, the next uh, in, uh, people that are going to lead uh, great movements. So I get excited for my students. That's the reason I do it. Um, I try to influence my students, but actually every year my students are the ones that are influenced me. They're the ones that motivate me. Brilliant minds that I have in my classroom. Wow, that is so impactful and so amazing. So I loved what you just said. Well, Mr. Torres, this has been an amazing interview with you today. And well, any last words or comments or any pieces of advice that you'd like to give? I think, um, no, um, I just want to say that it's been an honor uh, being part of your show, your podcast. Uh, ever since I found out that you had a podcast, I subscribe. I, I do listen to all your new episodes, and I hope uh, you continue doing this work. Um, it's amazing work, and uh, like I said, it's an honor and privilege being here uh, as part of your guest. Thank you so much, and it's an honor interviewing you, and you're just a great math teacher and a teacher. Thank you for listening to Celeste's Interest, where we hope we spike your interest.